Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Let it ride. Smith. Let it ride to the hook. Let's go. That's Keep Saul going. Bookman. That's Espo. And we need a sexy saxophone a today, Leah. We by the Phoenix Suns, adding to that win column, defeating the Milwaukee Bucks, 131-107. How are you guys feeling? Oh, give, give us the funky. We need that funky. We need that funky jazz. Get Turn it up. Phone. Turn it up. All oh, the sax music thing. There we go. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in the NBA. <laughs> Suck it, Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a great win. Like, all around, that was a solid win by the Phoenix Suns. It was so much fun. Just good basketball. Great to see DeAndre Ayton out there just doing the damn thing, too. We'll, we'll get into him a lot, too. We will get into him a lot, but, uh, yeah, it was a solid, solid game from top to bottom. It's almost as if the Phoenix Suns know what they're doing. I mean, one could say that. And guess what? There's more people coming to join the party. I know. Tory right? Craig and Aaron Holiday weren't even here yet. Yep. This team has a lot of depth. I mean, just, okay, Devin didn't have his best night. They shot 30% from deep, but they were still able to beat the Bucks by 24 points. It, no, that's not a trumpet, Fabio. That's a sexy saxophone. Know your instruments. Anyway. <laughs> I Play what, call whatever the hell you want. It's good and they won, so I don't care what instrument. It was much like much like I don't know where Norway is. I don't know what fucking instrument it was either, but I'm enjoying it. All right. Yeah, this is look, they did not play their best game. They, they the the first half, the first quarter, it was kind of rope a dope. It wasn't it, it wasn't pretty. And they still kicked Milwaukee's ass. And mm-hmm. they dominated it in the paint, which was an area that the Bucks owned in those final four games right. uh, of the uh, of the finals. So, look, I get it. It's regular season. Don't get too too excited. But they owned them tonight, and and it just feels good, right? Yeah. Wake Absolutely. up, Saul. I'm sorry, I'm dragging ass. Look, you can't disrupt <laughs> my flow right here because then the mic is gonna sink away from me again. <laughs> 
Somebody's got to get you in. half-ass dollar store fucking side tables that we have here. <laughs> Lindsay, you brought it up. It, at Towards the end, I, Reggie Miller goes, uh, to say, what, what was it that Reggie oh, said? Oh, something like the Suns. The Suns had this more. Meant more. This meant more to the Suns tonight than it did to the Bucks. That's why they won. Shut up, Reggie. <laughs> you cannot. Anybody that makes excuses as to why the Bucks lost tonight and not giving the Suns their flowers can kiss my ass. All right. I'm sick of the national narrative. I don't care what any of you think. The Phoenix Suns continue to prove night in, night out why they're the best in the league. They're four games better than anybody else in the league right now in the standings. Four freaking games. Mm -hmm. And nobody else got better that much better at the trade deadline. I like nobody in the West did. And and the East, yeah, there's a lot of shuffling deck chairs. You know, like I tonight, today, today was a good day when it comes to the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, I don't even care about the national media narrative anymore. I really don't. You I like. Have I get to, to watch like... this. I get to watch this team every single night. Do what they do. They do it as efficiently as any team has ever done. They win every single night. Uh, they have good, pl- great players that know exactly what they're doing. I don't give a fuck about ESPN or TNT or what they think <laughs> the Suns are all about because they don't know shit, and they clearly don't know shit because they keep doubting this Suns team, and they're forty-five and fucking ten, and clearly the best team in the NBA. It's not even close until they pull their own heads out of their asses and realize it when they raise the freaking Larry O'Brien possibly at the end of the year. That's probably the first time they'll acknowledge the fact that the Suns are the best team. And even then, they'll have some stupid-ass excuse. So I don't give a shit. Fuck them. Just wire to wire be better. (laughs) I mean, I don't... Really? If you... you, And yes, the the Cove crazy is right. It's a a four-and-a-half game lead on anybody else in the league. And if that's not enough to convince the national media, nothing's ever going to convince them. Just go do the damn thing and forget them. It doesn't matter. I mean, honestly, it was such a good week and this was a great game from DeAndre. So if, if these two things kind of don't show you on as a whole for the Phoenix Suns and then the importance of DeAndre, then I just kind of feel like you're just not going to play. You're just going to refuse to play ball, and that's okay. Like, you know what? You just the, stay in your lane, and we'll stay in ours. Leah, I think we have a, a little small little gift that we can play in terms of how the national media feels towards the Suns. Oh, yeah, they big mad. That's exactly <laughs> what they are. That, We're Mikhail all Mikhail tonight. Mikhail Bridges is the gift that keeps on giving. Like, Every single night you get something from Mikhail that is just perfect, whether it's something that – he does on like basketball wise, whether it's a meme that he gives us or some dance. It's just like we must protect him at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's a funny guy. He gets engaged and and obviously when he's rolling like that, he had a couple moments tonight where he was just kind of like winking or smiling or whatever. And uh, that's how, you know, like he's he's really feeling it. He's having fun out there. But this team's having fun out there. And uh, it's just a joy to watch. Mm-hmm. Seven guys in double figures. Yep. Tonight, almost nine. Bismarck Biombo finished with nine points. Uh, only one guy, only one guy with a minus plus minus. And I guess who it was? Alfred. No, it was Javale McGee. Really? <laughs> Somehow Javale uh, had a minus four 
in uh, in 15 minutes. Yet he had 12 points and was six of nine with four rebounds. So even with a, a minus uh, four, still a great night from from McGee too. Look, your your center position gave you 21, uh, 48 points tonight. Just from your center position, your your top three centers, like, damn man, and and that like we said. That's with Book going six of nineteen tonight. No, like the forty eight's cool, but twenty seven of those came from DA. Yeah, and I am, I am so far beyond past hearing anything negative about DA. I just am. You know, this game kind of showed you a little bit of how he he took that experience from last year, losing to the Bucks, and improve a little bit in terms of what they need. And I think the Suns learned more importantly um, how much. They need to value the low post presence of DA uh, when 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 it gets to crunch time, and so they they use tonight as kind of a testing point in terms of like how we're gonna maybe run uh, our offense if Booker and CP3 are not hidden or anything like that. And they hit DA; he came through. Bismarck came through, and so did um, Javel. It, it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful because. As they get fo- uh, as they move forward in the playoffs, they're going to need those kind of performances mm-hmm. down low in the post to keep defenses honest and not have so much pressure on D Book and CP3 like they did last year in the finals. So I, I appreciate the fact that they kind of tried to adjust a little bit. We we kind of teased about it a, a little bit in the first half. We're like, oh, DA's got like 15. They're going to ignore him in the second half, but nope. they didn't. They kept going to him. Hallelujah. Thank God. <laughs> And here we are. Well, I, I feel like that was a warning shot going, hey, look, we've learned. We know how to use DA, and That's we're right. not afraid to do it against the Bucks. I, you know, So, look, complete team. This is complete. The transformation is here. Listen, if you think you're going to try and guard DA with Drew Holiday and company that are below Bobby six Portis. foot six, uh, you got another thing coming. He's going to abuse night. you down low like he should, and it's up to the Suns to find him to reward him for that. So, And they did tonight. Should we go to the bar? Hell Let's yeah. go to the bar. What are we drinking tonight, Espo? We're drinking an adios, motherfuckers! <laughs> Pour me a double! <laughs> and that could be, two, so that could be like twofold, so, according so to Manuel, for all you motherfuckers in the back. That is why you extend DA, and that is why you don't trade DA. I'm going to dub an F in there just so, so you know. Double, double. Hey, hey, shows man. Over. Like, Lindsay's cussed. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> By the way, I got my second wind if you can't tell. Some, somebody, <laughs> somebody in the chat was like, are, are Lindsay and Saul still mad at I each know. other? I know. That's because I pounded on your table. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. I'm like, she, no, I'm just she, trying to wake him up. She is aggressive. Jeez. <laughs> Well, because I already know if you're tired, you're just going to sit there all silent and just stare at me and Espo, and it's going to be awkward. No, I don't stare at you and Espo. I just stare at the screen and look at the comments, and everybody thinks I'm high. I'm like, I'm not high. I'm just fucking tired. I've been here since 7.30 this morning, you dicks. We we drug tested him. He's not high. Don't worry. (laughs) Look, I got enough energy for Saul and I right now. There you go. I don't know why, but I need to to raise my level to kind of bring you a little down, because this is a little absurd. <laughs> I mean, we already started talking about DeAndre Ayton, so let's go ahead and just uh, call it what it is. Tonight, DA is our draft king, king of the game. Oh, I don't know yes. if oh. any of you would disagree with us. I don't think it's a surprise there at all. He finished with a team high, 
27 points on 12 of 14 shooting. He also grabs seven rebounds as well. The, the only thing better than DA's performance is the crown is placement. Is that crown placement? Hey, oh. I bet you can guess who did it tonight. It almost looks like it almost looks like a, a little sailor hat. It does. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Listen, the only thing DA did wrong was allow the refs to blow their whistle. Yeah. Like it wasn't even his fault. Apparently Giannis can just lower his shoulder, run anybody over he wants to, knee guys in the groin and call it a day. And uh and still despite that DA showed up, showed out, and he was awesome tonight. Yeah, so somehow that was the low point for DA was getting kicked in the nuts by by Giannis. Like somehow that was a foul on him too. Yeah. How dare you place your junk there? Nope. It's a foul. Yeah. It was just a weird night for the refs. Look, everybody, everybody on Twitter wanted to complain, right? Both, both sides were complaining. Guess what? The refs just suck. That's what it is. It's not that they're biased. They just suck. All right? Yeah, but I mean, there are, yes, absolutely. But there are moments as well where it's like, why is Giannis allowed to just put his head down and bully his way in there, but nobody else is allowed to well, do that. that? I think the fans get frustrated because it's like Giannis can do that. And we don't get any we don't get any leeway. And then Devin Booker rolls the ball down to the other end of the court. It should be a delayed game. He gets a tee for the second time this week. Mm-hmm. He gets a tee off of something stupid like that. And it's like, where where's what's the threshold here? Because Devin Booker's a superstar too. He should get a little leeway as well. Um, he didn't have his best night tonight, so all that combined didn't help. But luckily for him, his his teammates stepped up and, and it just didn't matter. So Book's not a superstar in the league's eyes. That's the not problem. Yet. He's just, he's not. He should be, but he's not. By the way, uh, Brian in the comments is Giannis's foot okay. Uh, we'll check in on that after after what he did to Da. After he kicked him in the huevos. Uh, thank you for the super chat for flex damage. Said the Phoenix Suns are the best mother effing team in the world. Suns in sixteen. Ooh, I like uh, that Suns in sixteen. Yeah, that's a fun one. But yeah, I mean, DeAndre and just it was really good to see him have this type of a performance tonight. And some people in the chat are saying, Chris Paul, we're going to talk about Chris Paul. I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. He was a close second. To he was a close second. King of the game. We have um, flowers for everybody. Do <laughs> not worry. worry. Don't worry. I got it covered. I don't think Lindsay has ever run out of flowers. <laughs> but I do really love this game for DeAndre because with the trade deadline having come and gone now and all the talk around DA potentially being moved and people wanting to move DA – I think this is just one of those things that it's like, listen, this is why you have to get DA. This is why you have to keep DA. Can I take my shot? Yes. Oh, you take that shot. You want to take your shot right now? Yeah, I want to take my shot right now. Okay, Saul, you want to take your shot? Give me one second. Let me find it. She's got to get the read ready. I kind of went out of turn. It's time to take your shot. Presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Uh, We all know where DA took his shot tonight. It wasn't (laughs) in his own crotch. It was on Giannis's head. Uh, Play the clip. Yes, beautiful alley-oop, beautiful pass. And last year, in the same move, Devin Booker threw an alley-oop and it got blocked. This time, not so much. And that's... Is D.A. taking his shot? A beautiful play by the big guy. 
it just listen, it, that's kind of a microcosm of some of the small things that should change from last year to this year. I'm excited to see what's to come. I think DA will use this as a launching point to just get better and better and better. And more importantly, the Suns will use this as a launching point mm -hmm. to understand the value of DA and what he can provide in the future, especially when we get to the playoffs. Just a solid all-around game for the big guy. He got freaky on the Greek, and I like that. Yeah, he bared down. <laughs> Throw it down. Once again, COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. We should have a flower sponsor. We should. Yeah. We should 100 flowers? Yes. 100%. Max Simpson, what are you doing right now, yes. bro? There's so many flower shops oh out there. Gosh, like, so we always many. have flowers, like, right here. I, I feel like it needs to be local for Lindsay, though, because Lindsay's not that. Lindsay's not going anywhere that isn't within five miles of where she lives to get flowers <laughs> yeah, for anybody. Fact. This is all locally grown. If it's not the Central Phoenix Botanical Garden, she's not going there. <laughs> now you're just making me sound real bougie. It's not bougie. It's I mean, crazy. That's, it's just where true. you live. <laughs> Location. <laughs> um. Shout out to DeAndre, and you absolutely deserve your flowers tonight. And, and you deserve course, your damn money. Facts. This is true. I got way too much energy. Chill a little bit, okay? Chill. Like, God damn! Give him his money! Man, you would have thought somebody gave him like a freaking eight ball or something. Good God. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, Chris Paul. Chris Paul also had his thumbprint all over this game. He finished with 17 points and 19 assists. Now, those 19 assists were more than the Bucks' entire team had combined. They finished with 18 as a team. He finished with 19 as a team. He also notched his team best 29th double-double of the season and his 500th career double-double, becoming just the fourth guard in NBA history to reach this milestone. You guys want to guess who the other three are? You want me to just tell you? Magic, John Stockton. Michael Jordan. Oscar Robinson. God, you were really so close. close. You were really close. Yep. So Chris Paul absolutely deserves his flowers. He was fantastic. I, I, there's not much more I can say about Chris Paul in the first quarter. It, I, I said this, I was like, it's like, he's just mm -hmm. kind of just working himself into the game. He wasn't really forcing anything. He wasn't really doing too much. And then all of a sudden, the second quarter, he started he started picking, poking a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Next thing you know, in the third quarter, he's got 15 assists, and he's and he's got I think he had 12 points. I think he had 10 alone in the third quarter. And it was just too easy for him out there, and that's what also what the Suns missed last year because we all remember the the nerve damage that he had in his in his other arm and you know how he could cross over to his other arm and all of a sudden it just wasn't there like you know and he talked about that on the JJ Reddick yeah. podcast about against the Lakers series um I felt like that kind of lingered uh throughout the playoffs but this time no excuse and he came out and he balled like the real Chris Paul it was uh it was fantastic yeah I I don't think people realize CP3 wasn't 100%. Book had a hamstring injury in those playoffs. They act like the Suns just had the easiest road in the yeah. world. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Everything, everything good right now. And when you see this team at full strength, they're better than last year. Uh, and that's not, that's not hyperbole. They are better than last year. And that should be scary. We have new faces coming over in the yes. next few days that are going to make this team even mm -hmm. better. Like, when you add all that up, even though it wasn't a like huge trade, I know some people really wanted 
James Jones to make a different type of trade, but it's still like, you know, he still did a good job of just bolstering the margins of this team. But And that's what you needed. Yeah. I mean, that's what he didn't do last year. He Again, James Jones is not afraid to learn and admit mistakes. We talked about this in our trade special earlier. Trading back for Tory Craig <laughs> is admitting you made a mistake because they should have signed, re-signed him in the offseason. I haven't looked at the chat. I'm I don't sure know what he's laughing at either. Bobby was a funny motherfucker, man. <laughs> oh. He said, imagine when Shamit comes back. <laughs> for, for Jake Crowder's sake, I hope Shamit comes I back soon. You, because your ire that usually goes to Shamit has transferred to Jay. So I hope I hope Landry comes back soon. But anyways, he, James Jones is not afraid to admit, hey, I made a mistake. And he's doing that with Tory Craig because – he should have resigned him in the off season. Jake, uh, you know, Jake Crowder will never feel my ire um, to the degree that Landry <laughs> Shamit has. I will say this though, my guy, <sighs> can we stop like swinging the ball around to him? Can we just the first person that gets the open shot, please take the shot, please, because I I'm not down for this one for nine stuff right. until he finally gets number two. Like, you just can't have that in the playoffs, man. Look. Uh, it, but I'm not going to dwell on the it, negative tonight. I'm this reminds me of talk about the positive of the song lyric. If you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. But it's if you can't be with the one you hate, hate the one you're with. Is the way Saul <laughs> is right now with with Jay. I just I want Landry back so Jay can can get a break right now from here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it might also be good for Jay too because he did say right before he returned that like his wrist wasn't a hundred percent. So he was mentally trying to wrap yeah. his head around playing through that. And that could just be weighing on him a little bit. You know what I mean? And well, we do know he's streaky. Mm-hmm. and But he, he does he does affect the game in other ways still, which is a positive. But look, Torrey Craig does a lot of those things uh, as well with him coming mm-hmm. back. You know, he may take some Jay minutes when Jay's not playing well. He didn't last year. Well, but he could because Jay didn't – Jay wasn't – wasn't this bad in in as many stretches? He was not the, He was not as bad as he's been since the end. Bro, we would l- literally sit here in the post games in the playoffs and be like, we just pray that Jay's having a good night, and then there'll be other nights where we'd be like, oh for eleven, like we and we and we just accepted it, like because that's just Jay. Like nothing's changed in a year. He's still the same guy. He does great on defense. He has great intangibles. He's a great team player. Can't hit a three to save his life some nights. Like, it's okay to say that. Yeah, but if you now have additional options is, is my point. Tory Craig, if he's not having that night, can take some of those minutes if Tory's hitting uh, on it. Like, I get it. And and at some point, you very well may have to look at it and go, is Cam Johnson, uh, should he be a starter? Yeah, that, that's, that's where I would more um, – Hedge my my but my bet you need towards. the offensive cam off the bench. Yes, and then in addition to that, like if Jay's having an off night like he did tonight, offensively or in a few of the last mm-hmm. games, we have other shooters right now. Like we may not be stacked necessarily, and I know we wanted to add a couple shooters at the trade deadline, but Mikhail Bridges is is just again offensively again showing like, up big time for sure. Like, but. Again, Mikhail, Mikhail earlier in the year was struggling to find his shot. Mm-hmm. It seems to have come back like that needs to continue Correct. in the playoffs because yeah. there was in the playoffs again last year, Mikhail had a tendency to just, you almost forgot he was out there. 
You know what I'm saying? Like uh, defense or not. And so these are the things that they're going to improve on, obviously. And I think they've learned from last year. Yeah, I was and they're in slow they... build, yeah, to the playoffs. So I'm not freaking out about Jay Crowder. I'm just saying, like, when we get to the playoffs and the and, and the and the shit hits the fan, like we're going to need a little bit more than 0 for nine Jay Crowder um, uh, on the offensive side. And so I do That's believe fair. Cam and Mikhail will step up and and kind yeah. of you know even that out. Yeah, you know, James Jones might not be done though. The buy-up market is still very much a possibility. You're now carrying four point guards once Aaron Holiday's here. I think Alfred Payton is more than expendable if you find the right buyout guy. So you might be able to find another shooter. Uh, Gerald, who will join us in a little while from Footprint Center, wrote a great piece about this on gophnx.com, kind of looking at the names that may be available in the buyout market. Who's the name that you like the most? DeAndre Bembry, who's getting cut by the Nets. I just I like I think he can get him. Uh, he's obviously played decent minutes this year uh, with the Nets. He can hit from deep. Uh, he's a two uh, two slash three. So if if Shamit doesn't find his way, he's an option that could take some of those Shamit minutes. Uh, I, I that name sticks out to me of the realistic guys. There's some talk could Eric Gordon get bought be bought out. If he is, obviously that's a name that you gravitate towards more so than a Bembry. But of the of the guys that I really think will be bought out or cut, uh, that's a name that sticks out to me that Gerald talked about in his piece. Um, speaking of Mikel, let's talk a little bit about his performance tonight. Give him a couple flowers because he notched 18 points and he has now scored in double figures in eight straight games matching his career long streak of consecutive games with 10 or more points. So we're seeing that progress right here before our eyes. All he has to do is keep it going. That's the main thing. It's just to keep it going. But it seems like it, he's kind of found his flow and his rhythm there now. Go ahead. I was just say, yeah, I mean, he's found that flow, but we talked about it. If Mikhail and Cam could find some, some uh, consistency mm-hmm. offensively, this team goes to another level. Look over the last week. These guys have found consistently off- uh, consistent offensive outputs, and they go 3-0 in the last three games. That were, was probably three of their tougher matchups they were going to have, uh, and, and they've played fantastic. Like These guys are, are a litmus test as how this team will be. If they continue to play like this, sky's the limit for I mean, this they, team. They dominated the Bulls. Um, it, despite what the score will tell you, uh, they went toe to toe with the Sixers and then came through in the in the fourth quarter like a good veteran team should, mm-hmm. and they dominated the Bucks tonight. Like <clears throat> that's a great three game stretch. Meanwhile, the Warriors struggled against the Knicks and lost. Like this, it, the the thing about this team is is that from the outside perspective, this team isn't exciting. They you know they don't make the flashy flashiest of dunks or plays on a night-to-night basis but you know what this team is they're just so damn good as a team Mm -hmm. they don't need to do all that fancy shit because they make it easy for themselves and and they're and they're efficient and they're crisp and they know exactly what to do like Budenholzer after the first quarter I thought it was quite remarkable to hear a coach get asked uh, you know uh, what is your team going to have to do to stop them on offense and he was like, basically, there's nothing you can do. Like, they're just that damn good. 
Like, so you gotta, you gotta hope they're kind of off to, to really, and, and, and you're playing as solid as you possibly can to have a chance. And that came to fruition as the game went on, the bucks wore down, the Suns dominated and they just walked away with it. Like it was nothing like <laughs> you got the best team in basketball. Like it's just, it blows my mind in two years, how far this team has come from starting from the bubble to now and like the c- complete c- culture change is is I don't think I've ever seen anything quite to this degree. It's kind of like when the Patriots won their first Super Bowl. They kind of fluked into it. It felt like with the whole, you know, the the fumble mm-hmm. and stuff. And and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, they're just like a machine. Like a dynasty. Yeah, yeah, and they just rattled them off. That's kind of what the Suns feel to me right now. They just they're just a machine right now. Well, and the the crazy thing to me too is okay, Chris Paul's the major piece you had, but everything else that's been added was periphery. It wasn't main guys. These are the guys that have been there since the bubble. You know, Devin, Mikhail, Cam, uh, you know, uh, that are playing the major the major roles, DA obviously and Book. But those are the guys playing key roles and doing this too. Mm-hmm. This is a, a an unbelievable transformation. And this is what Suns fans deserved. After they went through everything that that they did, this is the reward. This is, you know, everything you want is on the other side of hard. For fans, you're getting to finally enjoy what that is. These last two years have been nothing short of spectacular so far. Well, we had a super chat just a minute ago. Yeah, it was asking uh, in terms of uh, like would uh, Ish... Wainwright uh perplex damage. Will Ish sell his number for Craig? No idea. Uh, I think he should just give it to him and, and say, Hey man, this was yours before me. I'll take whatever number I can. You know, also, like, we tried to go back and find Ish Wainwright's facial expressions because those oh, were my priceless. God. Yeah, were priceless. I'm surprised I didn't see that. I know. On I tried to find it, but I couldn't get back on TNT to get, like, so go back and screen good. grab it. Per- perplex says sons are dogs. Espo, give us a, a best dog bark. <laughs> <laughs> the sons are dogs. Saul hates when I do oh, that. It's does. happened so, multiple times today, and I'm so loving cringe. it. So said in the chat, "Sun showing team play rather than superstar shows is what creates winning basketball. A hun- Connor brings up 104 and 31 since the bubble. That's insane. 104 That's insane. and 31. Hooey. Yeah. Wow. Talk about it. 31 losses this year. Oh, poor Leah. Poor Leah. Trust trust me. It's like the the thrill of victory over here and the agony of defeat (laughs) in the Coyotes room, which is super sad. Leah, they have 31 losses, but it feels like 104. It does. Poor Coyotes. They'll get there eventually. All right. Let's talk a little bit about Cam Johnson because he does deserve some flowers. 15 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. He had some really big, nice highlights tonight as well. Um, You know how I feel about Cam Johnson. He's a sweet baby angel. He can do no wrong. So, love when Cam Johnson has a great night. Well, he... He did somebody wrong. That that Justin exactly. Holiday crossover going, or excuse me, Drew Holiday mm-hmm. crossover going for the the dunk. That that was nasty. It was. It was so pretty. I, He's just efficient. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to see him poster. 
Grayson Allen tonight, but we'll save that for the finals. Yeah. <laughs> well, we still have one more matchup with the Bucks here. Gosh, I Second know half. you guys like that, yeah. and I told you during the game too. It just makes me so nervous. <laughs> it makes me so nervous. I don't love it, but I won't go down that road. Uh, Cam Johnson. So one thing that I thought was really funny that came from him today at shoot around, he was actually talking about why he doesn't have a Twitter account. And he said he's thought about joining it and people have told him he needs to. And he's got thoughts that he wants to put out there, but he's low key, um, not into the toxicity. He's afraid of reading the comments, essentially. I know. Listen. But like, that's on us. We got to make Twitter a safe space for Cam. It's never going to happen. Why don't we invite him to our Discord? It's kind of like Twitter. There you go. But a safer space. There you go. I like that. He doesn't have to buy a membership. We'll just let him in. Yeah. There you go. I just, I want, I think it would be so fun to have Cam on Twitter. We could only let him in if he names himself Sweet Baby Angel Cam. (laughs) And... And his uh, icon is what ja- Josh created. Oh, my uh, created. gosh. It- Josh, that was so <laughs> funny. If you guys haven't seen that, head over to Josh's Twitter account because he made uh, he took the Sweet Baby Angel cam to the next level. Yeah. It was really funny. Listen, I don't think any one of us would be in social media if we didn't have to be in social media. If like, I wasn't paid for it, I don't think I would. If I, I could have – if I could – Figure out how to extract myself and still do this job. I probably would. If there was like, yeah, if there was a way, there it is. Uh, there the sweet baby angel cam. <laughs> if there was a way that you could kind of like just pick your portions of Twitter that you want to be involved in, <laughs> that would be ideal. Yeah, but everybody has a bad day, so that's the problem. Like every, we have all been a troll to somebody at one point or another. Maybe not a severe troll. But we've been a troll. Like oh, Espo, I've been a, I've yes. been a severe troll. Yes, I know that I for know a fact. I yes. have. You haven't gone at anybody just because no. you were having a bad day? No. No. Because I don't want those receipts. No. I don't want yeah. anybody to come uh, back yeah, and be like, oh, I'm an asshole on the show. So if I am on social media, it's like, I oh, mean, it just I'm one in bill. real life, but like, I'm still trying to like <laughs> not take it to the internet. <laughs> See, but, but Espo, Espo thinks he's clever with it because every time he like goes at somebody, he always puts the hashtag snark right. on there, and I'm so like, like mm. yeah, okay. Not always. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I just am like, uh, screw you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> um, so, yeah, shout out to Cam Johnson. Here's your flowers for the we night. We need to get Cam back on the show. If not if for any other reason than to show him that that sweet baby. Oh, we cannot Cam show him that. Oh, oh. I will show so, him that. You're oh. like, I played you Sticks with? Kid for Jalen Smith. <laughs> you're damn right I'd and show he loved him it. That. He loved it. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I guess we'll find out. See uh, how you know he feels about it. I'm, I'm sure he'll take it well. You know what? I'm going to... If if we can't get him on, I'm gonna print that thing out and, and take go it to him. go to the performance center <laughs> and give it to him. All right. Yeah. I mean, well, you know. Okay. And I'll say this is from Lindsay Smith. You probably remember her. She asked me to give this to you. He'd be like, "She's so weird." <laughs> Tell her I said hi. That's exactly what he would do. <laughs> he wouldn't be lying. All right, guys. Let's take a quick break because the moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. And in honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. 
Bet just $5 or more to get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Now, if you're not a new customer, you can bet on Super Bowl 56 props instead. DraftKings Sportsbook offers a wide range of props throughout the big game. Take your shot at winning cash by predicting props, like if a non-quarterback will throw a pass, fourth down conversions, total yardage, and so much more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, use the promo code PHNX, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 or more to get 280 in free bets if your team wins with the promo code PHNX. I, just oh hold on, we'll start. That's 21 and older only, Arizona only, gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. I got a DraftKings pick of the week. You ready Do for share, it? yes. It's a Super Bowl prop. Give me orange Gatorade is what they dump on the coach. Orange Gator is pretty good. That, I feel like I would go orange or red. You can actually bet on it. I'm going to go with orange. That's that's my DraftKings pick of the week for you. Oh, man. Well, I think it would be blue. Blue? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Or purple or whatever. Yeah, probably purple. I think it's purple, right? Because I don't uh, like that blue game. Hey, you can't go wrong with orange or purple. <laughs> Dump either of them on it, right? Yeah. Like, it just can't. depends on what team wins, yeah. and I, I'm kind of leaning towards the Rams. So. Can I be honest? Like, um... I think everyone thinks I'm crazy for this. Yellow Gatorade is my favorite oh, of the OG best. Gatorades. It's, everyone yes. always says yes. it's oh, trash. A million percent. No, not trash. I I'm love glad that we're on the same page. Oh, yes. no. This makes me Lemon feel a lot better. Lemon lime all day. It's so yes. good. Have you ever boiled it? No. Why what? would I boil Gatorade? <laughs> have you ever boiled Gatorade? What? So, so at Starbucks, they have this drink. Called the medicine ball. Yeah. Replace replace the just listen to me. Replace the lemonade with Gatorade. It it's a game changer. Can can I ask them for that or do I have to do this? No, no, no. no, You have to make your own. You have to make your own. Can I go? I'm gonna go. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm go through the drive-thru tomorrow with a bottle of yellow Gatorade. Go. Can you make me a medicine ball? But will you eat this up? First of all, they're not gonna think it's yellow Gatorade. They're gonna say, "Get out of my face, you sick freak! Take your piss somewhere else." This is gonna be totally. They will be mad at you. You know what? Could you? Could you make my? Can you make my my medicine ball, please? I mean, I look tonight. I sound like a guy that needs more artificial coloring and sugar, right? So maybe I'll try this tomorrow. Maybe maybe I will. You did have a lot of Coke Zero at dinner, so maybe that's I'm thing. just really glad that there's a yeah. lot of people in the chat right now and that two of you are on board with the, yeah. with like, the yellow Gatorade. First of all, whoever told you that was a bad take? I've literally been getting crap for it my whole life. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Well, I mean, this is Sierra Vista people that were <laughs> starting to give you the crap to yeah. begin with. That's like the Hills Have Eyes people. My kids live there. I'm where, did, where did you admit you were from earlier today, too? Oh, that definitely hills have eyes. Have you seen some of the trolls that come out of the mountains oh up in Gordon's Junction, Arizona? So, I promise you, you don't want to live there. Somehow I came from old school Chandler. I'm the most posh guy out of the group. Yeah, you talk oh, about dudes group? that, See, you know. Bam's a hater. Yeah, Bam's people that have offset eye sockets jogging. just crawling out of the woods. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on over uh, here? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we have a tweet of the night. Shout out to Mayor. Um, <laughs> this tweet came from Kane Pittman, who is a beat writer oh God, for the Bucks. Um, he covers the Bucks, We're and he point two said, font, apparently. there's healthy competitive angst between the Bucks and the Suns, as there should be after last year's final. I would just like to acknowledge how cool it is that Phoenix and Milwaukee are two of the best teams in the league right now, free of drama, just damn good basketball teams. And I really love this take 
for a couple of reasons. One, obviously, gave credit and kudos to the Suns. The fact that they pointed out that there isn't a lot of drama with these two teams, which is different than what normally highlights the headlines. And I've said this before, but I really like some of these new teams that are kind of becoming front runners in the NBA because for so long we were always talking about the same teams. It was the Lakers. It was the Warriors. It's the, well, not the Knicks, but the Knicks still highlight the Mm -hmm. headlines. Nets, you know what I mean? It's so fun to mix it up every once in a while. Phoenix, like Milwaukee, Memphis. I love, even Cleveland you could throw in there a little bit. The Bulls back in the mix. Like It's fun to have a different variety of, uh, big dogs in this league. Yeah, it is. If it, it certainly is, especially when the league feels like it's getting turned up on up, upside its head right now mm-hmm. because the Bucks and the Suns. Um, you know, I mean, the Bucks have been contenders for several years now. Yeah. Um, and the Suns are basically new to the party since last year. But yeah, you're right. Cleveland coming up without LeBron. You know, mm-hmm. the Bulls are, are have put things together. They're a good team. Like it, it is fun to see a, a new, fresh wave. Um, and not only a fresh wave of of all these teams, but it's um, it's a fun style uh, of basketball that I feel like we're watching. Uh, you know, Memphis with Jaw, and then you got the uh, the Hornets with um, you know Ball and stuff. And it's just it is pretty cool. It, but to to their point, the Suns and the Bucks have done this quote unquote the right way. They didn't have to go seek uh, a super team. They kind of bucked that trend, which I no very much intended. yeah no t- no pun intended, which I very much appreciate because that was starting to ruin the league, and now you're seeing in 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 Brooklyn that a super team, while on paper seems like a great idea, it's an absolute train wreck if you have three dudes that just don't understand what being a team is all about. Well, you can look on both both coasts, the Nets and the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for are, sure, are proof of that. That tweet to me. Also encapsulates why the Bucks and the Suns aren't getting the national attention. Yes, because there isn't the drama. Because what's TNT? All about drama. They know that drama. drama. Heyo. Yep. So you know, and and you're right about that. Like, in in to like the Warriors' defense, right? I thought that they did everything the right way as well. They got the KD thing, which brought more drama to them. They still won a couple championships, and then they got rid of KD. And look what they've done. They built right back in-house again. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to go get big-time free agents. They signed Kelly Oubre to that ridiculous deal and then got rid of him, but everything's been in-house. They de- player development was at the at the core of what they've been trying to do. You see Jordan Poole coming up yeah. through that system. and all, The same thing the Suns are doing. Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, like guys that are coming through the system, DeAndre Ayton, and that's how you build your core, led by Devin Booker, obviously, and then you get one piece that might take you over the top which is what Chris Paul is. So uh, just phenomenal, well, and I love it. And great coaching. Yes. yes. Both teams yes. have great mm-hmm. coaching mm-hmm. with Steve Kerr and Monty Williams. You know? And I put Mike Budenholzer oh, yeah. in that yeah. group as well. Also I, I know, from Arizona. Yeah, I know, I know one of the other small places in Arizona. Yeah. Right? Holbrook. Holbrook. Uh, Shout like, out Northland Pioneer. There you go. <laughs> but, but, you know, Budenholzer is another guy that just – each of these coaches – Pretty even keel, know how to lead guys. They just come in and they do their job. Him, uh, Monty, and and Steve Kerr. I like this. I like a, a sense of, uh, I don't know if parody is the right word. That there's that, that there's you know, but 
where there is not just one team that feels like yeah. it's a, a fate to complete that they're gonna gonna win. Like the Warriors felt like that for so many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Lakers in the bubble kind of felt like that. Now it doesn't. Now it feels like, oh, this league is wide open and that makes the playoffs that much more entertaining. Balance. Yeah. Balance. Yeah. Oh, balance. Thank you. Balance. Yep. And then just real quick, says Jay says, sounds like something a guy whose team lost would say a shrug emoji. While I think that's hilarious, to be fair, he tweeted it out, I think, um, around halftime. Yeah. So yeah. he was, I think he was being fairly genuine about it. But Listen, still I th- funny, to, funny I comment. think, I think we all could agree. Like if we were not, if we weren't Suns fans, but we were good basketball fans uh, and we want to see good people win, we would have been on board with what the Bucks did. Like, yes. but it, it, it doesn't help that they got Grayson Allen this year and completely exactly. ruined some of their vibe. You know, I've seen a whole bunch of people tweet about that. Like, I, I've been saying for a long time, the Bucks are so easy to root for. They're such a mm-hmm. good, lovable team. But now that they have Grayson Allen, yeah. it's all out the it's window. Like, yeah, it's I like, who'd tweet that? Yeah, Lord that's somebody said. smart. Was that you? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I was like, I know I read that on Twitter. Um, Fantastic. Perplex, perplex damage in the, in the chat said, do you think after, do think after game, TNT should have interviewed DA instead of CP3? Okay, yes. Do you think after yes. the game, I'm sorry, TNT should have interviewed DA instead of CP3? Do you think after you should? How much have you smoked, Perplex? We even made the chat larger for you, no, that's the no, structure of the just, sentence. Do you think I'm like, what? They're missing some words in there. That's not on me. I tried to read it the best I could. I love for the audio only audience. We're just totally throwing Saul under the bus. I'm super high. I can't read. I'm all of a sudden, I'm dyslexic. I'm like, what is going on right now? Like, he teach me how to read good. Like, no, that's not what's going on. I promise people. Anyway, yes, they should have interviewed DA, but CP3 is the national headline. He's the MVP favorite on this team outside of Devin Booker. One of those two could very well win it. So TNT. <laughs> Chris Kane, yeah. Forrest Gump. Yeah, I have nothing to do with that. That was all perplexed damage. I have what? nothing to do with that. <laughs> I love that the Cove crazies are just ruthless. They're just like I'm dr- anybody's he fair said, game. Perplex says I'm drinking and I had an IV and now drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that's good, Perplex. At least you mixed the IV in. That seems responsible. He's like, he's like oh man, I'm really drunk. Let me put this IV oh, in no. so I can hydrate properly and then get back to drinking. <laughs> Well, what? you know, what? anytime you can put your own what? IV in when you're drunk, you hey. really it's worth it, right? It's, it's the safe thing to do. Speaking of take hey. your shot, I mean, <laughs> I'm a little concerned. I I, um... <laughs> Life is like a is like a Walmart box of chocolates. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, you know uh, what you're gonna get, and it ain't gonna taste good. <laughs> <laughs> liquid IV for the win. I don't even know. Connor. I don't even know what Lindsay's doing over here. She's just making noises into the mic, trying to ignore what we're talking yeah. about. She's just like, ah. Boy, where is Gerald? Did you get lost know. at you the front? Gerald's Gerald. about to do a recap video after this show is over because listen. Real quick. 
I did message Gerald. He hasn't responded to me. I'm really mad at him. It's been like seven minutes. Uh oh. Like, come on, Gerald. What are, are we, you doing? Are we sure he's still not in Philadelphia? <laughs> did he ever get on the plane? Or is he we just, haven't seen him. He but... didn't show up for the trade deadline thing yeah. either. While this we wait true. for Gerald, um, <laughs> let's go ahead in honor of the All Star draft. Why don't the three of us... Chris did say this show started running and just kept running. (laughs) Running and running. It always does. So in honor of the NBA All-Star Draft, why don't we draft our top three PHNX uh, co-workers? I feel like we have to... We got paper, rock, scissors for who goes to go first. You guys go first for second and third, and then I'll go first... I'll go next for wait, second and first. Wait, wait. What the fuck are you going to talk to? Hell no. What is this crap? You're going to con us. I don't care how late in the night it is. Well, why don't you guys go for second and third? I got first pick already. Yeah, yeah. I called dibs. Here we go. Ready? All three of us uh, at the same time. Well, how are you going to do that? Odd Man Out gets the first one and we keep going. Okay, is it rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Yes. Or rock, yes. paper, rock, scissors? Paper, it's scissors, always rock, paper, okay, scissors. Okay, ready? ready? Go. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. I get the first pick. Yep. Suck it. Me, you. Ready? <laughs> Rock, wait, hold on. on. Don't start again. Ready? Rock, paper, right. scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yes. All right. I get the last pick. Awesome. Serpentine draft. So, yep. so go ahead. Get, go first. Uh, with the first pick in the PHNX uh, employee draft, which I'm sure will not get us in trouble with anybody, <laughs> I'm going to select. <laughs> I didn't hear what that okay. was. Okay, um, really, the really quickly. The way. The ASU show, I'm sorry that we all just cracked up laughing. You guys probably couldn't hear it on the mics, but the ASU show is in the studio across the way, and all we hear is somebody yell out. Get your hands off my fried chicken. <laughs> uh, so needless to say, none of those guys are going to be my first pick. Look, I... I hate to do it this way, but I feel like the only logical one is you got to go with the OG, Craig Morgan, who's broken our site twice with breaking news. Craig Morgan is my first pick. Yeah. All right, Lindsay. Um, Somebody's not getting their flowers. Who's it going to be? I'm taking Shane. Oh, don't give him that. What? Yeah. That is Shane, the number two overall pick? I am taking Shane. Here's why. Shane has energy. He's fun. He can produce our show. He can take a bunch of grief. He dresses like a dad. He's got the worst mustache I've ever must- seen. He can't place a crown. Shane's my homie. <laughs> I'm taking Shane. So I get to go back to back. Yes, right? you got back to back. Snake draft, right? Yeah, this is. So, and then it comes back. So my number right? three overall would be Leah because she's Damn. got perfect crown placement. I would have taken. She Leah knows next. exactly what she's doing back behind the Mac. She's the OG. Damn. Plus, she's a U of A grad, so she takes it up another notch. Woo! And then number two is going to be Sean. Sean DePaz. I, just took I got, I got two of my producers ready to go. We can put a whole show together. There we go. That's what I'm saying. That's why Shane's a solid choice, too. Like Ooh. the three producers over here that were snatching two better up. Looking you ones. Whole but let me ask, is this like, <laughs> is this like the, uh, the all-star draft? Though where we already assume we're on our own team? Yeah. Okay. I yeah, just yeah. Wanted, I wanted to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take... I'm going to take Gerald. Okay, Espo? <laughs> no, I, I give Gerald his flowers. He deserves it. So I got back-to-back to close my three picks out here. This is This is tough because I have no producers left. Unless I go with our head of yeah, production, your show's really gonna suck. Yeah, you ain't got no you you producing your own show. I can Espo. produce my. I, 
I've done it long enough. All right. Does DJ Father count as Shane or no, those yes, two different this people? Is the same okay. person. I give both of them. Just had to check. I'm going through a roster. I'm, you know, I'm taking Petey. Oh, Petey's Petey. Solid. I'm gonna, and then you know, Petey can write his own ad reads. He can he can break down film. I'm taking Petey. Okay, Petey is my second pick. Uh, apparently, I'm building a whole coyote show. I didn't realize. I didn't realize it, but. Who else am I going to take? I'm taking Johnny Venerable. Johnny Drama oh, good, is my next pick. So yeah. I got Craig, Johnny's I got Petey, solid. and I got Johnny. I mean, you're not touching me. I'm I'm generating all the page views and the and the talking points here at PHNX between the four of us. So mm. good luck, people. You can have your producers. I I'm approves my own shit. I'm gonna take. Is it my turn? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take Cheristen. Okay. I feel like I got a solid squad. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you so. I got. You can convince yourself two that. Two guys, That's fine. two gals. Shane's Shane's the comedic relief, right? Like he's funny. He produces our show. He brings an element of like just fun. He's got the gambling thing all down. Gerald's my resident nerd. We got that. Cheerson's bomb at storytelling. I feel like we could. This would be I, a solid mix. I got humor in myself. That's debatable. Uh, and and Petey. I got nerdy and Craig and breaking news. And who's like, producing your show? I can produce our show. I don't even have to be on it. I can produce, <laughs> and we still got solid show. Where are you going with your final pick, Saul? Well, I mean, there's so many other options left. <laughs> Honestly, like between it's two, it's between two people, but I think I'm going to go ahead and, and wage my bets against, I'm going to go with the, the mayor of PHNX and Derek. And so right now, I mean, I basically have the most talented team in the league. I just do. Whatever. I have the youth. Whatever. I have the youth. Whatever. I have the experience. I have the beauty and I have the creativity wow. all in one. He was talking about himself, Leah, when he said the beauty. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. I don't know. All Plus, I'm saying is we're, I don't we're think international, can. too, because we have Leah. I, I feel like Jesse's going to come over and shank one of us because we didn't pick Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to move down here just to beat the crap out of one of us. <laughs> hey, he's uh, the new guy. He's the, the new the guy. The new guy's got to wait. Yeah. yeah All right? Yeah. got to put in a few. We got to get to know. It doesn't count unless you've been here for at least a month. Uh, taboo tidbits with the super chat. Thank you so much. Shout out to coach Monty. He probably won't win coach of the year, but what he's done to change the culture in Phoenix is special. Cheerston in the comments actually brought that up earlier in the show. She said that was one of the first things that he came in here and that was immediately where he started making changes was with the culture and just the way that he led these men on this basketball team. And you cannot say enough about how that really started the turnaround yeah. for things here. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, Monty is, is kind of the, the soul of this team, right? He, mm -hmm. uh, he connects with these guys. He, he brings that mentality that I like that he doesn't call her family because sometimes it feels very cliche. Yeah. He refers to it as a program, right? And, and I love that he has that mentality very much the collegiate spirit of we're in this together we all represent this uh, this entity, and let's represent it with pride uh, and and caring for each other. And, and that's been the way this team's operated. It's business like, but it's with that mindset, and I love it. Uh, Monty is total class. He's been through a lot. He's seen a lot. He understands um, the perspective of the players. 
He has a humility about himself. You saw that last year after they lost in the finals, going into the locker room, congratulating the Bucks. Um, and people wanted to trash him for that. And then I, I, I just kept thinking about uh, watching The Last Dance and how, and I hate Carl Malone. I think he's one of the worst people of all time. But in defeat, he walked on to the Bulls bus and congratul- congratulated all of them for winning the finals and bounced off. And I was like, that's a classy move. Like, that's just a classy move. That's good sportsmanship. And Monty is the epitome of that. He teaches that to his, who, to his guys to be better to be just be better than that, right? And mm-hmm. I think they they try to take on that persona, and it's it's listen. We are very very fortunate to have Monty Williams in the fold for sure. The worst take of that entire finals than that that Monty thing was that that was Monty making it about himself. He's never there is not that. a man who has never wanted to make anything about himself as much as Monty Williams. He wants to give credit where credit's due, and he was doing that with the Bucs. And he never yeah. disrespects the game, and that's what his team goes out there and, and tries to do. They're trying to not disrespect the game, uh, and I love that about him, yeah, about this team. Absolutely. They do it right. By the way, I think Gerald has decided not to join us because he will not come back until we stop calling him Girth and bring back... <laughs> He's boycotting uh, us. Uh, yeah, and, and bring back one of his other nicknames. He's just, I'm out of here. I'm not doing this thing. Um, yeah, because it's been like 17 minutes now. No, that's fine. So. We can move on without him. You don't want to wait for Gerald? I don't know. I want to go to bed. Oh, <laughs> I'm tired. Well, I got here, a 45 minute um, drive ahead of I'll me. I'll give you a few of the cliff notes. DeAndre Ayton said Chris Paul was emphasizing to the team all night, don't celebrate your shots, get your ass back on D. So that was one thing that came from Gerald uh, via Twitter. He said Mikel Bridges said he was saying, get it back, as in, I got it back after missing a three. Said he was yelling uh, to campaign on the bench that he was going to get those three points back with the hard way, the hard way with the and one. Um, and, uh, that's what we're going with. So that's your Gerald update. Betty in the chat says, okay, Gerald, come on out. Uh, come on out. We scared you. Lindsay RIP'd you. And then <laughs> Chris, in the, Chris in the chat said, should we pronounce it Jerth? Would, would it help? <laughs> that's a great <laughs> callback, Jerth. Do that jerth. on Saturday. Let's Yes, I like Jerth. Okay. It's like GIF, but GIF. Uh, yeah, I always like the thing. We'll have Gerald do some sort of a little yeah. recap thing. We'll post it on Twitter. Cause Can I give you a little crap for one of your picks that I just realized? Ooh. You drafted somebody that people confuse for you. Is that like a vain pick that you no. went, we need two of me on my team? Come <laughs> Was on. that the point there? No. no. This is true. Because I couldn't find anybody as ugly as me to make that kind of pick on my team. So No, it was not at all about that um i just think cheerston's solid i'm not knocking cheerston yeah. i'm simply giving bringing, you i'm giving you shit yeah, I know. about it i know you're trying <laughs> i know you're trying well, hey just because you don't have a you don't have as good of a team as i drafted you i'm wish. waiting i'm trying to figure out in my head who we didn't pick who's going to give me the most crap tomorrow that they were left off the list <laughs> Definitely, somebody's gonna. Somebody you guys are the gonna people, get DMs. The people we left off the list Jacob. are very quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jacob, I'm not afraid of Jacob. No, Michaela. <laughs> oh, Michaela's gonna be so mad at you. Uh, I have to work from home tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your show. <laughs> I, oh crap! Uh, oh no! 
Yeah, yeah you are on her show tomorrow. I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, shit. All right, guys. Shall we say goodbye? Yes. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in to uh, another episode of the podcast, hanging out with us in the VIP lounge. We will be back on Saturday uh, right here again on our YouTube page pregame at 630 before the Suns take on the magic and then postgame again, as always. We genuinely appreci- appreciate all of your and support. Appreciate you um, please rate, review, subscribe, all the things. It helps us out a lot. And uh, it allows us to be able to do this with you guys night in and night out. Um, until Saturday, you can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Sons. You can follow me at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Would you, like me, to take Would you like me to take Bookman it? Would you like me to take it? Go ahead, Espo. <laughs> Who is Bookman Who Buffalo? Broke butt? Espo? Who is Bookman Buffalo Butt? It's on the screen. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there's no name. That's a no name person. They're calling you Bookman Buffalo Butt. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> I have a Should nice I? butt. I will <laughs> have you know. <laughs> Espo, he, he's, our, he's our HR department too. Uh, mm-hmm. To everybody, you can say it about yourself. To, to everybody at, at PHNX, you're all number one picks in my book. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs>